Hey everybody, welcome back to the show, you're listening to How You Doing, a podcast about friends. My name is Justin, I'm here with my wife Candice. Hi everyone. And how you doing? (laughs) I want to know how our listeners are doing, even though they can't talk back. Well, you could talk to your phone if you're listening to this on your phone. Or they could go to Instagram, how you doing pod. You can go to Instapod and type in how you doing pod. Yeah, and they could tell us how you're doing. Yeah, they could interact with us. I will answer or respond. I bet you will. I will. Anyway, all right. Thanks for tuning in. I mean, we're not at the end of the episode. We're at the beginning. That sounded like an end of the episode thing. So what's our episode about this time? This episode is the one with the blackout. Mm. Which original air date was November 3rd of 94. And it says, During a power outage, Rachel falls for the owner of a lost kitten. A dark, attractive Italian guy. Mm Meanwhile, Chandler is trapped in an automated teller vestibule with a gorgeous model. Why doesn't it just say ATM? That's what he says in the episode. It's an ATM vestibule. I know, but it says automated teller vestibule. I don't know. It says ATM vestibule. I don't know. Anyway, alright, that's the episode. Let's get to it. Yay! Yay, indeed, Jimmy. Alright, so this episode, well, the thing already said it, but I'm just gonna go over the the gist of it, which Chandler, there's a blackout, hence the name, mm-hmm. and uh, the doors lock on, he goes down to the ATM to get money or whatever, and apparently the doors lock because of the blackout, and Chandler's mm-hmm. stuck in this vestibule with the... Wait a Kill minute. Goodacre. Is it a vestibule or an atrium? An atrium. <laughs> What's the thing in the heart? Aorta. Oh, is that it? I think there's atrium, an atrium. makes me think of your heart. My heart specifically? Yes, specifically Aww. your heart. You're so sweet. So, thank you. I try. Uh, so I want to see this is one of the first episodes where we have like a Chandler story. Because I've noticed a lot of the first, the early ones were like Ross and Rachel. I mean, not necessarily about their relationship, but like Rachel had her thing going on, like with Barry, and then Ross had stuff going on with Carol. And then we, I know we had an episode that was kind of focused on Monica. I don't think we've had any that were really focused on Chandler until now. You're right. He hasn't had a, a focal point yet. It's about time. Right. Best character on the show. Anyway, and then the other part of the episode is kind of about Ross trying to work up the nerve to to ask Rachel out and things getting in the way, like Italian guys or cats <laughs> or, or Italian, Italian guys. guys. <laughs> There's only one Italian guy. There's only one Italian guy. That's from a later episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like the little scene at the beginning because Phoebe's going to sing something in Central Park, and she's like, 
something. What does she say? This is that moment when you realize what life is all about. Is all really all about. And then it just she goes black. Once. Oh yeah, she strums once, and it's all dark. And she's like, "What does she say? Like, thank you, thank you." <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, and then when they're up in the apartment, Phoebe says she needs to call. She wants to call her grandma? Yes, she has to call her apartment. To check on her grandma. And this totally makes sense to me because I totally get what she says. Which thing? When she asks Monica for her phone, hey, what's my phone number? That's you why never I, call herself. Well, I wrote this in the notes. I was going to say, nowadays, people don't think of that because our phones are all programmed with everyone, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know anyone's number. Mm-hmm. But even before that, I don't know. I guess I knew my number, but maybe. Yeah, you know. Our number was the same for years, though. But I mean, like you said, you never call yourself. I've known a lot of people that didn't know their own phone number because they said that. I remember. I myself. I, it's probably not my very first phone number, but the phone number from when I was growing up in New York from like the age of five on, 28-477-7060. Call that number now. No, she's passed <laughs> away and nobody lives in that house and I'm sure oh. it's been recycled multiple times. We're going to get complaints now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's pretty good though that you remember that. Yeah, it was, I think it was my first like real phone number. Sweet. Yeah, I liked it. Okay, cool story, bro. Every time I, I hear somebody say 477, the rest of the number goes through my head. Like somebody's social security That's number. That's the beginning of my social security number. And we just had to write it out. That's why. Yeah. And when you said that in it my head. It made you think of your phone number. It did. Yep. I promised we'd talk about friends this time. Oh, yes, yes. I'm, yes. Just, I'm just kidding. That was... <laughs> I got off track, too. So... When Joey walks in, when the blackout, Joey comes in with the menorah. <laughs> and Ross makes a joke about officiating tonight's blackout, blackout will be Rabbi Triviani. And it bothers me because one of the candles is not lit. Yep. It was when he walked in at first, but you could see as he started walking, he hesitated because one of the candles goes out. out. And then he puts his hand up to try to block the wind, but it was already completely out. I wouldn't consider myself a. Fi- I'm not. I'm not officially OCD, but I'm like that kind of thing. Like bothers me. I'm like light that candle. Why is that candle out? It would have been cooler if he had like a lighter, like a bic in his hand. He just took it out and lit the one, you know, with his spare hand that he's trying to block the wind and just like, you know. You're weird. It would have been cool if he would have taken out a lighter and lit it. Lit the candle that went out. <laughs> As he's walking? Or it would have been cooler if it just didn't go out. Okay, yeah, that too. (laughs) Whatever. So anyway, uh, I thought it was funny. I was thinking about, so when Chandler's in the vestibule with Jill Goodacre, Mm -hmm. and a lot of this part of the episode, we hear his thoughts. His thoughts are like playing over a, you know, like a track. We can hear what he's thinking. And it's funny, but I'm, like, thinking in that episode, what is she thinking this whole time? Because obviously she can't hear him. And there's the part where he says, where she gets on the phone with her mom, and she's like, I'm not alone. And then she's like, I don't know, some guy. And Chandler's like, oh, I'm some guy. And he starts kind of, like, dancing. And he starts doing this little, yeah, like, his little strut. 
but he's thinking that she can't hear that. So I'm when we were watching it just now, I was like thinking, how weird does that look? That you know, some random stranger starts like walking towards walking you. towards you with this like goofy, you know, look on look his on his face, like smiling and all like confident. And then he, because then I think he stops and like turns around. He turns around, yeah, because he realized she has an awkward look on her face, like what is going on? Right, probably because of what he was doing. Uh, so anyway, this also I have to mention one of my absolute favorite Joey Chandler moments in the entire series, which is <laughs> when he calls oh. when he calls the apartment and he's like. I think he's talking to Monica at first. And he's Chandler's like, I'm trapped in an ATM vestibule with Jill Goodaker. <laughs> and she's like, what? Right? And then he says it again, and I think it gets a little more distorted. Mm-hmm. I'm trapped in an ATM vestibule with Jill Goodaker. <laughs> and then I love how... When he gets on the phone with Joey, he's like, put Joey on the phone. Because <laughs> he, he knew Joey would understand. And I love that this showcases Chandler and Joey's, you know, right. bond. But then I love how when he gets on the phone and says it to Joey, you can't even, you can't at all understand. What he's saying. The, especially the good acre part. He's like, I'm sure you And... The last, you know, the last word, Goodacre, is just a grunt. Like, you can't right. even tell. And then Joey goes, oh, he's trapped in an ATF interview with Jill Goodacre. <laughs> like, Joey understood every word of it. I just love it because I love Joey and Chandler's, you know, friendship. Right, of course. And this is just perfect because Joey totally understood him, even though he's like, <laughs> So, yeah, I love that scene oh and then they have okay so then they have a conversation about the weirdest place mm-hmm. they've ever done the no pants dance gotcha and what are you doing i was looking up one of the things that you have on your list because i i wanted to know the answer oh okay so yep so you just play on your phone. I like, am I'm doing um, a podcast here. I, I'm playing uh, Candy Crush. You because... best not be. <laughs> not, I'm not. I'm not. Seriously. <laughs> anyway. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining I'm us. I'm just kidding. You were looking at, into something related to the podcast. So I'll forgive you. Anyway, the conversation they're having about the weirdest place they've done stuff and. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'd like to mention that I think they got Joey's and Ross's mixed up. Okay. I agree with you to a point. Nope. Yes. No to a point. Yeah. I'm right. You're wrong. No. no. Okay. Well, <laughs> go on. <laughs> why would Joey be in the library? Exactly. That's why they got Joey and Ross's that, mixed up. That's why his is weird. It's well, the weirdest place for him okay, to be. Yeah, that's true. And Ross in a public place? That's why I was thinking Joey should have been... But that's why it's not weird. At Disneyland so with some But that girl, wouldn't be a weird thing for and him. And Ross would have been in a library. That's not weird for him. You're right. All right. See? I'll give what? you that. What? I'll give you okay. that. Good. Give me something. But then... Uh, 
What is Phoebe? Oh, Phoebe says Milwaukee. I love that answer too because it's so like it's not wrong. Right. You it's know? So vague. And she's like, it's a weird place. Yes. <laughs> that is such a Phoebe answer because technically she's right. It's a weird place that she's done stuff, but you know, obviously they're a bit more specific. It's just funny. Right. Milwaukee. It's a weird place. And Every then, time I hear Milwaukee, I had to have an emergency landing when I was younger, plane uh, on a plane with my mom, and we ended up in Milwaukee, no. flying through a thunderstorm. So whenever I think hear Milwaukee, that's what it makes me think of. On cool friends, bro. Yep, I know. Makes me think of beer. Oh, Milwaukee's best. Beer, yeah. I've never had it before. Anyway, These lips have not touched any alcohol. Yours haven't. Yeah. You just had the schnapps. Shh. They don't even We're know doing that. this episode right after we did the last episode, so Shh. You... they don't care. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. We're so, just talking to each other. Um. Also, the weirdest place conversation. Um. Monica says, "What does Monica say?" You don't remember? We just watched the episode. Watermelon. Watermelon schnapps. Oh my gosh. Oh. She says the foot of the bed. Monica doesn't oh, say shoot, that. Rachel says that. Wow. God bless America. <laughs> I'm like, that is not what Monica said. Monica went first. I don't remember where she says though. Oh, crap. And I didn't even have schnapps. <laughs> my bad. Hey, if anybody knows the answer to where the weirdest place Monica has done anything with, to oh, anything? Uh, on a pool table. That's right. The pool college, table. Something like her college. Yeah. That's my sister. Senior year. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> See? See, nobody needs to tell us. We got it. We got it. Anyway, Rachel says at the foot of the bed. And Justin. I have. You I have. What? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I have uh, mentioned before all the similarities that I've seen between this show and wings. And that's one mm -hmm. is on wings. They're having the same conversation and Helen's sister, Casey played by Amy. Yazbeck, says the strangest place. Yeah. I think someone says like in a helicopter, I don't know what else. And then she's like the foot of the bed. And she's like, Oh geez, I haven't lived or something like that. And when we were watching this, I'm like, wait, I've seen this on another sitcom before. And it was wings. I'm telling you, there's the people that wrote Friends. They were Wings fans. I'm sure of it. Anywho, um, oh, this should be in the trivia. I wrote it down in my notes, but we'll save that for the trivia. I think that's a really good idea because that was exactly what I was looking up. Oh, I thought you already looked that up. No, I screenshot it. Oh, no, I... that's not what I was talking oh, about. Oh, okay. I'm anyway. talking about something else. This is great podcasting, by the way. Thank you. I'm proud of it. Uh, do you want it? Is that, are we saving that for the trivia? I then? think we should. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Phoebe has a song about dairy. Oh, and you said I you love, love it. that song. Because it reminds me of you. Because I can't have dairy. You can't have dairy. That's true. That's my Phoebe song. What, is that or your Phoebe's, song? Phoebe's Justin It reminds song. me of you because it's true. <laughs> sorry. I'm not sorry. Shops. No, it's okay. Also, uh, 
they mentioned how Monica had a crush on Joey, which I thought was funny since that was going to be the original right premise of the show, Joey right. and Monica. And so maybe they threw in this joke because of that. I don't know. They were going to see if, you know, how it... How people responded to it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, they are talking about Phoebe's like, how come I'm the last one that knows everything or whatever? And so then she's like... I was the last one to know when Chandler got bit by the peacock. Yeah. And then Which you had would a have been a great, on... a great image to see. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> thought of it when she said it. And then she said, yeah, when... You had a crush on Joey, which I think is funny because then Joey starts like hitting on her for the rest of the episode. Right. Hey, Monica, move in a chair. Because <laughs> she says she liked his arms or whatever. Oh, and then I also wrote that I love the part where Ross mocks Paolo. Oh, right. When he's talking. Crap Weasel? Well, Crap Weasel too, but the when he's talking, I think is when he's talking to Rachel and he's saying something and french (laughs) ross is over there like hate to break it to you but paolo doesn't speak french he speaks italian because he's what italian an italian guy seriously nobody cares you know who speaks french me matt leblanc yes he does yep very fluently very what Fluently. Fluently. <laughs> Watermelon. Speaks French. <laughs> Italian. Thank you. I will admit, I have made lots of whoops in these podcasts, and I haven't even had any schnapps. Maybe I need schnapps. I could give you a kiss. You could. Yeah. Maybe I'll get some contact high. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. So we're going to get to the trivia now. What? Okay, well, we'll get to the trivia now. Okay. So, (laughs) trivia time. Trivia. We need to come up with a name for the trivia section. I'll think of something. I mean, we have the the name for our question, but, you know, for, Mm -hmm. like, the whole trivia section. I think that'd be a good idea. You think of something, because you're clever like that. I'm a clever girl. You're a clever girl. Like the Velociraptors. <laughs> <clears throat> me, 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 me. <laughs> All right. Trivia. Math. This is Matthew Perry's favorite episode. Really? Yeah. Huh. Cool. Oh, because he gets he's... to act with a Victoria's Secret <laughs> with model. An underwear model. Yeah. Makes okay. sense. Yeah. Underwear model or porn star? What is she really? She's a Victoria's Secret model. I heard she was a porn star, but whatever. Where'd you hear that? I read it somewhere. Some <laughs> gossip magazine. I'm sure it was wrong. Just jealous old biddies. <laughs> Probably. Uh, David Schwimmer okay, is... Okay, it was me. <laughs> what, that said that? Yeah, I'm just oh, kidding. I'm just kidding. I was just going to say, that wasn't you. <laughs> David Schwimmer is actually allergic to cats. Oh, sucky. Yeah. Huh probably why that's a fake cat of course wait the real one does get on his shoulders for for a brief for a brief, brief second. second yeah you could totally tell it was a fake cat and he was way <laughs> overacting i love but that it was scene, good though. it was good it was good the overacting in this case mm-hmm. is is perfect <clears throat> i'm sure you've seen the episode but what we're referring to is when 
so Ross is trying to get up the courage to say to ask Rachel out, and mm-hmm. Ch- is it Chandler? No, Joey. Joey is telling him that he's the mayor of Friend Zone. It's never going to happen. And then he says, "Yeah, that he's the mayor of Friend Zone," which Mm-mm. I yes, yes. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. A lot of sources say this is where Friend Zone originated, and it 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 is. Find somewhere before 1994 that said said friend zone. You know what? The internet just became a thing around then, so come on. Yeah, but I think it started being used widely after this episode. Fine, I will agree. I'm going to go with it. But I honestly thought it was there. It was around before this. Like but apparently that's what everybody same is with, saying. Same with Going Commando. I could have swore that was... In, okay. In the episode where he takes all his clothes. If I wasn't Going Commando... Dang. I, yeah. I, I guess well, Friends this was is like 30 a years pioneer ago. Yeah. in lingo, but... It was. It I is. I guess so. Alright. So, yeah. I do... Anyway, oh yeah, we were explaining the scene. I'm sure you've seen it, but yeah, so... If, so he tries to get Ross to ask Rachel out on a date on a date and she's out on the balcony. And so Ross finally kind of gets up the courage to go out there. Mm-hmm. And then while he's trying to ask, ask her, her out. this cat like crawls up on a ledge next to him and jumps on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to the scene of them all singing and you can see Ross in the background just flailing. <laughs> With, with the, the cat attached this, to his back? Yeah, with obviously a fake cat attached to his back. And that wasn't was... a real cat? No, that was a real cat. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that as one of the uh, um, trivia things in one of the websites that I saw. That wasn't a real it cat. It said that was a fake cat. Yeah, <laughs> that was a stuffed animal cat. Well, wow. no crap. Thanks for the trivia. Right? I could have swore that was a real game. <laughs> I can't, that that's awesome actually that some somewhere put that as their trivia. It was a fake cat. No kidding. All right, so anyway, the apparently the part about about Monica having a crush on Joey, mm-hmm. that little section was also not in the reg- regular version. Oh, is an extended scene? Yeah, it's like an extended scene on the cool. DVD. Uh, it says it's many of the cast members' favorite episode. Oh. So apparently not just Matthew Perry. It doesn't say who, it just says many of the cast members' favorite episode. I bet you it was Jennifer's favorite because she got to love up on Cosimo. Crap Weasel. <laughs> Whatever. Is that his name? Cosmo? Uh, C-O-S-I-M-O. Cosmo. Cosimo. F-U-S-C-A-C-O. Crap weasel. (laughs) Uh, so... It's a good first episode. There's a bunch of firsts in this episode. Yep, first appearance of Mr. Heckles. Heck yeah, Larry Hankin. But it says that he's credited as we- weird the weird guy. guy. Yep. And uh, it's the first appearance of Paolo. Crap weasel. <laughs> and it's the first real song of Phoebe's that we hear. 
Is it? Yeah, the blackout song. Are you sure? The no, yeah, I looked it up even. All right. Yep, they were gonna have her sing in a like the pilot episode or. But they ended up taking it out. From, I was like, just going to say, in the they, pilot episode... They it, added it back in. She's in the subway. Yeah, they sings. added that in as an extended scene. But this was technically the first official... Yeah, you're right. Because when we were doing the first episode, I remember reading that that wasn't... They had to take it out because of audio problems. And mm-hmm. they had to re-record the audio. Yep. Because there was too much, like... Yeah, so they added it for, like, the DVD, VHS release or yeah. whatever, but... All right. I think it's a good You're first right Phoebe song. Yeah, it is. I mm-hmm. like the something about being scary. Mm-hmm. But I don't worry because I don't eat or I avoid dairy. Or, yep. I don't remember word for word. I remember word for word. New York City has no power and the milk is getting sour. And she's reading it off her phone. <laughs> but for me, it is not scary. I stay away, away from, from dairy. dairy. You don't remember it. <laughs> you have actually got a lot of things right, though. What's this up? episode and last episode that I didn't, and I'm not even on the schnapps. <laughs> so, what else? Oh, I thought this was kind of interesting. It said, the blackout in this episode is a result of an event seen in the Mad About You episode, Pandora's Box. Where one of the characters causes a, a citywide power blackout in New York. Damn those Mad About You characters. Well, and then it says the effects are seen on this episode and another episode of some show called Birthday in the Big House. Or no, that was the episode on a show called Madman of the People. Yeah, yep. I just think that's cool because all three, they're all in New York. Mm-hmm. And the first one showed the cause of the blackout, and then the other two shows showed the effects of the blackout. So I guess like, I think that's actually cool. Where different shows so if you were had watching like a it timeline. at that time, right? Yeah, because they aired them all on the same night. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll give you that. That is that is cool. cool because there there were different shows, but they coordinated the mm-hmm. the events. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it says all three episodes are nowadays. Aired they would call that like a crossover the episode. People being interrupted by their wives. Who's being interrupted? Sorry, I'm sorry. Me. <laughs> I said all three episodes originally aired during the evening of November third, ninety four, alongside a Seinfeld episode, oh which goodness. did not incorporate the blackout. Of course not, because it was a show about nothing. Come on, Seinfeld. Hey, I heard there was. I'm not going to judge. I haven't seen it. I'm going to judge. I did see it. All right, then you can judge. I'm just a judgy person. What were you saying when you interrupted me and I didn't listen because you interrupted me? Nowadays, they call that like a crossover episode, but I guess they didn't really have any anybody from the other shows in, you know, it was just like an event that happened. Right. I mean, it's kind of a cross. It was the same idea, kind of. Yeah, that's pretty cool, though. Ursula's sister was in this episode. You're right. Phoebe. She's that in a lot of them. That is stretching it. That's really stretching <laughs> I it, know. though. Uh, Paolo's lines in this episode translate into the following when he introduces himself to the guys. He says, Hi, guys. I just move in and I live in the floor below this, so I guess we'll see quite a lot of each other. When Rachel... Doesn't he live above them? I don't know. Oh, okay. Anyway. 
when Rachel introduces Paolo to Phoebe, Phoebe, you're gorgeous too. If you're all this beautiful, I'll move right here. And I would leave Rachel for you. I'm just kidding. He doesn't say that. <laughs> but remember what happens? Yeah, I remember. We all hey, remember. Don't spoil it. Crap weasel. Spoiler alert. <gasps> Paolo's a crap weasel. <laughs> I just like that word, as you can tell. I've said it a lot. Uh, and when he's serenading Rachel, he says, look at the moon, look at the stars, look at everything that's beautiful. And, and I think that's when Ross is going to I like that one better. Yeah, agree. I like Ross's version better. So, yeah, I think. Yeah. Highest rated episode of season one. Yeah, I think that's basically it. It says Chandler's account number, which nobody cares. Nobody cares. Why would you even put that in there? I'm sure that's not his real bank account number. Well, no. Because guess what? Chandler isn't is not real. A real care is not a real person. <laughs> not a real character. I knew what you meant. Real, yeah, person. You said person. Oh, it says uh, Lisa Kudrow is left-handed. Yeah. So you can see her writing in this episode, and she's left-handed. All the best people are left-handed. Or... I'm left-handed. No kidding. <laughs> if you didn't get that, yeah. My wife is left-handed. What's up? Speaking of hands and people <laughs> and friends... Justin, you know not going to tell anybody. What? I don't know. Uh... Candace noticed that Chandler's oh. missing part of his finger. Ew, ew, yeah. Matthew Perry. I didn't even notice, but at the end of the episode, when... It's so gross. When Jill <laughs> leaves, he kind of puts his hand, hand up, up against the door, and part of his finger is missing. Like, yeah. the tip of his middle tip finger. Tip of his middle finger. I thought it was just the way his finger was bent, like it just looked like it was shorter, but then we Googled it, and yeah, he... We did Google it. He, he apparently had an accident with a door, like I don't know if he got his hand slammed in a door or something, but... No, he just really hard slapped the door, and the tip of his middle finger popped right off. It was weird. You're pushing it. Freak accident. I'm telling you, this is your last episode. Push it. You're Push fired. Push it real good. No. No, 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 no. Sorry, I can't sing. It's okay. Chandler doesn't share any physical scenes with the rest of the gang. Well, I think that's obvious. He's trapped in an ATM vestibule. <laughs> right? With Jill. Okay, quick question. If you were in this situation and you called your mom... To make sure she was okay. Yeah. What would her sole piece of advice be for you? Monica's mom says, make sure you're wearing what, a nice sweater, nice slacks or whatever. Yeah, apparently because she wants her to meet someone. Yeah. What would your mom's sole piece of advice be for you, you think? If I was caught in a blackout? Yeah, and you called her just to check up on her, make sure she was okay. She'd be like, oh, thanks, blah, blah, blah. And then she would give you one piece of advice to help you make it through the blackout. What would it be? This is going to sound extremely anticlimactic. Nothing. Oh. She'd be like, all right, well, bye. <laughs> you want to I mean, know like, a blackout around here isn't a big deal. You True. 
you you sit around for an hour or two and the power's back on. <laughs> I you mean, if it were like a zombie apocalypse, say? it might be different. What? Because my mom's dead. Because your mom's dead. I'm sorry, that was a bad thing. That was a bad joke. <laughs> and hey, if she's I... dead, she's not making any noise. Well, you said zombie apocalypse, so, you know, she's trying to... I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no more watermelon stops for you. I love my mom. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> now we'll get to a segment called... They know that we know they know we know. <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm done with this. What was the question? The podcast or the marriage? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll tell you later. I'm still... <laughs> That's still, uh... Anybody need a roommate? The jury's still out on that one. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Anyone need a drunk roommate? <laughs> what was the last question? Oh, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we gave away the answer. <laughs> oh, we did, we what did. What animal attacked Ross? It was a monkey. A fake cat. It was a fake cat. Attacked Ross. Yep, oh, but I didn't even think about that when we said the question and we're, right. we talked about it. Whoops. It was an orange cat, which are the best cats in the world. They are the best cats. Mm-hmm. Were you going to say something before we leave our viewers and they all leave us? No, no. Our viewers, we don't have any viewers. Listeners, we have one or two. I don't know why I can't get that straight. It's okay. Because I feel like I know they're why. staring at their phone. Hey. Uh, sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Why you couldn't get it straight? Our next question. What's the next question? It's in your hand. Oh, what is the true source of Phoebe's grandmother's famous chocolate chip cookies? I know, I know. I know, well, I know. I know you know because we have the answer right here. What if they know? They know that we know they know we know. <laughs> but what can they do if they know? Oh, uh, go to How You Doing Pod. On Instagram. On Instabook. Yep. Facegram. Yep. We should make Facegram. Oh. <laughs> We're done. That's that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, next episode. Tune in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize for this episode and the previous one. Um, the one where Nana dies twice is the next episode. Oh, that's a good one. It's a good episode. Yeah. 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 All right. So check us out on that episode. (laughs) And until then. We'll try to keep it down. See ya, pals. I gotta do that again. (laughs) See ya, pals. There we go.